Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. You're here with Bolo. I'm Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo has a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional. professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race All Star Six. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the GNT podcast. Clink, clink. <laughs> I mean, last week we were just saying, yay, we're going back to one podcast a week. You know, I get my life back. I was like, yes, I get to live. I get to experience life outside of this impressive studio, this this high class luxury apartment studio. This gilded cage. A podcasting kingdom. <laughs> but no, we're, we're back on it. Not with one episode that has been released, but there's two. Now, they better, they better back, back, back it up. Back, okay. back, 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 back Tom, it up. Tom, I know that you want to, but we're just going to podcast one episode today. And then tomorrow, Ooh. we can podcast one more. I mean, we need to space it out. It's, it's all about spacing. It's about You know, preserving. like 1.5 paragraph on Microsoft <laughs> Word. We need to apply that to our editing. We've got to preserve our instruments as well. We don't want our, our voices getting run down by podcasting for about five hours straight. So I think we need to get right into All Stars 6. But before that, let's just have a quick chat about All Stars. Now, the I concept feel like, of All Stars. Yeah, the concept of yeah. All Stars. Look, in my opinion... All Stars really is a chance for the production Mm -hmm. to give a win back to someone who rightfully maybe deserved the win in their cycle. Yeah, I mean, I think that there are various agendas that can occur on All Stars. There's, There's different arcs. There's, you know... The, the the girl who was in the top four who narrowly missed out, the runner-up, if you like. There's the fan favourite who kind of like went too soon. There's, the, you have to check in a villain or two as well. You need some drama. You need some big characters as well. And some rivalries to some return. Some rivalries, yeah. Tom, I'm going to say it. On three, two, one, I want you to say the queen that All Stars 1 was made for, okay? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Chad, Chad Michaels. Michaels. Who's a professional? <laughs> professional? Professional. Professional. <laughs> uh, I feel like that was the whole purpose of All Stars it 1. Was to was. Give, it was, wasn't it? To give Chad the win because it, it could have gone to her or it could have gone to Sharon Needles, but they gave it to Sharon. Well, Sharon at the time... Um, was regarded as quite a revolutionary queen in the drag race kingdom, if you like, or queendom. Uh, She represented something very, very different um, compared to the kind of like beauty and pageantry that had gone before. And she was, you know, more of a rock and roll ghoul. Chad's kind of polished perfection would have won any other season. Absolutely. Yeah. So we go through every season Mm -hmm. and see who we think their their all-star cycle was made for. So cycle Mm -hmm. two... Three, two, one, say the queen. Yeah. Three, two, one, Alaska. Alaska. Yeah, it was definitely made for Alaska. Oh, definitely. Was Alaska, by that point, she... Remember as well, remember when All Stars 2 felt like a rumour for years? Because All Stars 1 had been such a weird semi-fiasco. It, it failed. It was up there with Drag U. All Stars it, 1 was just... It was crap. The whole... I mean, some amazing things came out of it. Mimi, mm. I'm first. Mimi, I'm first. Came number. I couldn't believe it. Out of all the queens over here, that <laughs> and also let's not forget. Come on, Tally Tubby, teleport us to Mars. I'm acting. Ah, ah. 
Ah. Let's just bring back Tammy Brown for every single season, please. Um, But yeah, I remember when it was just a rumour and then it happened and everyone was super duper excited and we knew that we were going to get the big hitters of season five in there. And it felt like it was Alaska's redemption because she she was like a great runner-up on season five, but then... Her, her career really took really off after that. Really skyrocketed Basically, after that. Basically, when it. she broke up with Sharon Needles. Not saying there's a correlation, but well, there, there is be. because there's interviews where Michelle Visage actually mm. intervened. She was the person who actually had to mediate yeah. their relationship, and um, Michelle says that Sharon didn't like. Alaska being a superstar and Sharon mm-hmm. was actually holding Alaska back and she was part of the whole getting them to break up and she mm. does say that Alaska would have been better and is better without Sharon because Sharon didn't like another big performer. Yeah, Alaska's been quite open about the fact that even though they've retained a friendship, the relationship was toxic. And also, I think there were different elements to the relationship in terms of substance abuse that mm. also held Alaska back from, from achieving her potential. Yep. Okay. All Stars 3. 3, 2, 1, say who you think was made for. Do you, do you, have, an, do you have an answer? I do, but it's controversial. Oh, uh, okay. 3, 2... One, I th- okay, so let's you know think- what? I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I agree that All Stars three was made for Trixie. Yeah, but I don't. I, I don't think she delivered, and I think she was actually very much the Karen from Finance, yeah. where her reputation kept her there. And let's be honest, Trixie cannot lip sync, and especially the lip syncing against Kennedy. Davenport, you cannot win. First, Kennedy Davenport is the lipstick assassin. You can't win if you're good. And if you're Trixie Mattel, there's no way you can win. And I don't know how they did it that they thought that they could edit mm-hmm. a, a world in a, a, where a lip sync is won over Kennedy and that winner was Trixie. No. Very, that very, was very production. That was very obvious. It was her the chilling. Winner, we had to give it to Trixie because we couldn't give it to Kennedy. It was her chilling and emotional rendition that won the day. No, um, I think um, nobody really expected Dayla to do as well as she did. No, because um, she hadn't been doing drag. I think, she, she, yeah. After her season, she had gone out of drag and started doing more directing more production and production. And so no one thought that... And I think Shangela would have been viewed as a contender. But remember, last time we saw Shangela, saw Shangela, she was still quite unpolished on, you know, when she was on Drag Race on season three. Yeah, but she had been doing, she'd be doing many movies. She had had. had quite the reputation. She built it. So she came back. So I, I think I thought, and I think everyone else did too, think that Shangela was made for Shangela. I I just think. It could have gone either way. But BB was a, not BB, sorry. Um. What was your name? Bindala was a yeah. big surprise. I think I think Trixie, like Karen from Finance, is going a very weird edit. I think I think their intention was to give her a rising underdog edit, and I think they placed her lower than she should have been in some of the early challenges. Then she bombed Snatch Game, and she was supposed to rise like a phoenix, and she did actually excel in the latter half of the season. But it's too late. And she didn't win the lip syncs to get the proper wins because she she's not a good lip syncer, much as I love Trixie. Mm, no. Oh, I like my men how I like my coffee. <laughs> Incapable of loving me back. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. Love it. Let's move on. All Stars 4. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who do I who was in it? Oh yeah. All Stars 4. Who was that made for? Okay, just just have you got have you got your queen? I have. Okay. Three, two, one. Latrice Manila. Royale. Hmm. I do think Latrice, um, the producers were a bit disappointed with the performance and they really, really wanted to crown Latrice. Um, I think Latrice was given a few, again, wonderful queen, 
All Stars 4 didn't do her any favours, to be honest. It did, her her no, it did her no favours. Her legacy would be better if she hadn't done it, I think. And I think she agrees with that. I, um, I don't I don't think that it was made for Latrice. I think they brought back Latrice because she was lovable and should bring back a lot of people. And, you know, people loved her. But Manila could have won her season. I really think they wanted to crown Latrice. They Manila her, could have won season three. She actually had the slightly better track record. Yes, exactly. And also, um, everyone says that the reason because season three was made for Raja. Mm-hmm. That it was Manila wasn't supposed to do as well as she did in season three. She was not meant to be a contender. No, so when they came to the final two, they gave it to Raja, and I felt like it could have gone to Manila. No, I mean that yeah. lip sync. Come on! Manila's just a fantastic. It's one of the most iconic lip syncs that she did. The MacArthur Park. Yes. So yeah, I feel like it was definitely made for Manila. I'm I'm going to stick with Latrice because she got a lot of passes. Manila, Manila again excelled in the challenges, and if Naomi hadn't eliminated her, she probably would have won the season. But Latrice, like, yeah, they saved her a few times, and like, I felt like the Drew Paula Palooza lip sync challenge return thing was like. Definitely set up for Latrice. Mm. Okay, All Stars 1 was Piers. All Stars 2 was Lip Sync for your legacy. All Stars 3, they brought back BB. All Stars 4, they brought back All Stars Queens. And then All Stars 5, what they changed there. Because they change it every... They they do something new every time there's an All Stars. All Stars 5 was the first time they did Lip Sync Assassins, wasn't it? So, in saying that, who... Okay, say on 3, 2, 1, who All Stars 5 was made for. Three, two, one. Shake Absolutely. Yeah. And it was the season, all in all, was possibly one of the most underwhelming All Stars seasons because some of the, Absolutely. the challenges don't stick out as that memorable. It's more about India Ferra drama. All Stars 5 was very meh. It was a bit meh. Unfortunately. And it was a bit like Shay just didn't live up. I mean, Shay was amazing, but she did not live up to the powerhouse that she was in her season. Not quite, yeah. And it was really awkward then bringing back the the rose petals and how she tried to bring that into her humour. It actually was quite cringe. It's a bit of a forced narrative. Yeah, it was cringe. And then the, how they try to make Blessing Claire happen. Oh, she's not going to happen. It's, it's Fitch. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Still trying to make it happen. So, saying that, All Star 6. Mm-hmm. Who was All Star Six made for? This is the thing I cannot tell. Yeah, I, yeah. I can tell you. Nina can... Bonina Brown point. I'm doing the <laughs> Nina Bonina Brown point. All Star Six. The cast is so varied. There's. I don't think it was made for anyone. I think they genuinely got uh, whoever was available or whoever mm. they, they thought would be great, threw them into a pot and said, "Okay, let's just see what you guys do." It, it, it's it's a really intriguing cast because. Um, like you say, there's a lot of like dramatic and eccentric characters in there. A lot of queens you wouldn't expect in the mix. They've got the most all-stars queens ever. It's 13. Um, and yeah, there's not like this like super duper clear, this is meant for this queen. I mean, if I were to draw up a short list, I could see them maybe wanting to crown Eureka or Ginger. These are queens who've like really nearly made it before. There's actually not that many top four from previous season queens here. You usually get like a really big glut of like top four queens, but it's only really Jada, um, Ginger, Eureka, Silky, and Akira. I think they're the only top four ones. I don't seasons. know who it's made for. Look, Tom, we've given a bit of a all-stars convo to kind of refresh everyone mm. uh, before going into it. But now 
I'm ready to get into episode one of season six. Are you? Very. I'm very excited. Let's check it out. <laughs> All Stars 6 has begun. The first queen to walk in is a carrier. Now, Tom, this is how we're going to do it, okay? Uh-huh. Because there's a lot of queens to go through. The entrance look, then there's going to be a maxi challenge. And then there's going to be another look maybe on the runway. Okay. So let's okay. just keep it quite succinct. We've got a lot to get through. And there's 13 queens. So... I want to, we're going to name the queen. Yeah. We're going to look at the entrance look. Yeah. Okay, talk about it. And we're going to say if they're a glow up or a show up. Okay. From their first look. Uh-huh. Okay. And then we're going to see what their most memorable moment was. Okay. So the first queen is Akira Chanel Devonport. Talk to me about the look. I think she looks like gold. She looks beautiful. It's this sort of uh, bodice with a, with a, with quite an unusual train. It falls down the side and gives me very, the blonde, uh, um, I think they did like this this look for a Barbie that this kind of reminds me of. Um, she definitely. I mean, do you know what Akira's runways are always very that, good. That's the thing. Her, so, her runways were excellent. I think we need a neutral category because this is consistent with what I've seen before from Akira. She looks beautiful, but she's always looked beautiful. So then she she showed up. Showed up not a bad thing. Okay, but that just that's only because she set such a high standard to begin with. Then let's just say she's continuing to glow up. She's continuing glow to up. glow up. Yeah, yeah, glow up. Okay, show up is when they just came and you're like, girl, girl. <laughs> now, what's your most memorable moment? For me, it's like when she came into her own in terms of like finding her comedy and the most memorable one. Well, she was kind of building to it, but when she won the improv challenge as that kind of like twerking. You will slap it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will slap it today. That's that what I got. twerking lady. Yeah, when I think of Akiri, I think of um, twerking. Yeah. yeah. Twerking and you will slap but today so yeah cool next queen is jiggly caliente and i just want to say tom that i saw jiggly mm-hmm. repost mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. comment mm-hmm. on your insta yes. um yes. post when you everyone knows this tom is our social media guy for instagram and tom's got he's quite the expert when it comes to uh, um, fashion and references that i don't no, really. And Tom does it for every queen all the time. It's not just for Jiggly, but Jiggly um, is one of the most amazing queens because she liked it, she commented, and she mm. reposted, showing the appreciation for your appreciation of her clothing and her fashion and her references and her culture. So I just want to say, girl, get it. Oh, thank you. you. Get, 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 your, it was get your repost. Incredibly sweet of Jiggly, who is now my close personal friend. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, friend Jiggly the pod. Caliente. Um, but yeah, it was just about her promo look and stuff and like i kind of t- i took the cues off her instagram i just found the references but um lovely you know i'm definitely rooting. if i wasn't rooting for her already i am now yeah um, and i think that she's the winner of all star season <laughs> yes, I think she come is. on bias <laughs> um so jiggly walks in and i think if it's not actually moschino it's a knockoff moschino uh, they do these black mini dresses with the oversized zips and it's very very that this is definitely a glow up because jiggly looks stunning anything would have been a glow up let's be honest <laughs> but she's not just a globe in fashion she this bitch is a glow up period she's more confident she looks, she looks happier stunning. healthier she's stunning like the hair is laid um the makeup is right those legs mama i mean this is just this is drag perfection i mean she's even even just as a person she just she walks in with confidence yeah she walks in with a more certain energy because what i remember about jiggly like before we get on to her memorable moments like her vibe was very like goofy and lovable 
on season four. Yeah. You know, those moments like, where the fuck are my tits? And very Saint-Tropez, all that kind of stuff. She was like... But I'm not into horticulture. <laughs> I'm not into horticulture. Hmm. It was like, she was so adorable and lovable. But this, she's a different woman now. She's yeah. more confident. Girl, grown up. Yeah. Showed up. And that this is a glow up. So most memorable moment for me is the whole the conversation with her and Lashawn Beyond. Lashawn Beyond. <laughs> I was saying about you walking up. That, that wasn't me. That was the judges. That was a. <laughs> this ain't RuPaul's best friend. No Ray. shit, Sherlock. <laughs> that is what I remember. And also, yeah, and also her. You have to mention it. The uh, they post the popalopter. Well. And that Look. was that was my most memorable, but specifically when she lip synced in it because she lip synced so fiercely, she proper lip synced for her life, and she was kicking and splitting, and bits of foil and artificial legs were flying off her in all directions. It was truly a spectacle. It was a fatality. She it was really, really fatalizing was. herself. She really was. Finish her. This. <laughs> ah, it's like unlike the old school Mortal Kombat's when he did a fatality and somebody exploded. There was literally like about twelve arms and thirty legs that came out of them. It was very. And that dark. was Jiggly's uh, lip sync. Yeah, like she yeah. lip synced. For her life, <laughs> with her life. Yes. Okay, so yeah. Um, so I hope she goes back. Jiggly back. Yeah. Now let's talk about Jan Sport. Jan Sport. You can't back call so her, soon. You can't, you can't. You can't call her that. It's just Jan. Jan. Just Jan. <laughs> just Jan. Just Jan. So we got just Jan coming in here. Um, I. I mean, what do you think about the look? Let's talk about the look first. She's in this monochromatic uh, sort of lavender look. Um, she's giving me quite anime, you know, kind of kawaii Tumblr girl vibes. It's a little bit... Who is the Sailor Moon who had purple hair? Was it Sailor Mars? Purple... One of the Sailor Moon girls. No, Mars was red. Purple was... Purple? Neptune? She was green, wasn't she? Mercury was blue. Sailor Mars was red. Green was Jupiter. No. Well, whichever one had purple hair anyway, because it's that very kind of like Sailor Moon pigtails thing. Very like, um, kind of thing Grimes would wear on her head. But um, the styling to me is very like 90s Versace, Miss S&M, but in a a lavender colour scheme. Well, that's because she's part of um, Stephanie's child. She's Stephanie's child, and rosé was the colour rosé. Laguna Blue was the blue, blue. and Jan was always this colour. Well, she didn't quite weave into her first run, did she? She wore quite a lot of purple outfits, but it wasn't... Probably in the same way rosé... She didn't define herself by the colour. Similar to rosé, really. That's because I don't think... The, the the problem I've had with Jan is that I didn't know who she was. It felt like she was such a clout chaser. Mm. She did whatever everyone would find amazing, and it wasn't particularly her brand. I think that's in line with Jan being such a striver. Jan mm. just wants to achieve. She wants to please, and she'll do whatever it takes to do that. Yeah. But with that in mind, what were her most fav- uh, memorable moments? Well, first of all, I want to say that this is a glow up. I oh love, yeah, I love actually, this damn look. That Fergie look. Can be yeah, that yeah. Fergie look that, with that reference that no one knew, and it was, it was just <laughs> not her. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she walks in as Fergie, now she walks in as Kawaii and backpacks. I and mean, it was kind of a reference to a part of her identity that she wasn't allowed to lef- reference the whole sport thing as well. Okay, she had to drop oh, well, that, that makes didn't sense. She? Yeah, Jan, but it didn't make sense because she wasn't allowed to say Jan Sport. Jan has talent. I want to say that Jan can sing. She has talent. Jan can she possesses sing. Talent. And when I 
I think about her moment on the show, it was everything that every time there was a performance. So especially the I want to rule the world, rule the, the world. world. If that is exactly what I think of when I think of Jan. Even that, but then I also think of the um Marsha, 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 move on, it's Jan, and how she did like a backflip, um, a, a was- round of house tuck. She did a muscle up. She did burpees. <laughs> she was doing like all over the stage. It perfectly encapsulates. Um, she was leading do, a Black Lives Matter march. <laughs> she was giving COVID injections, and then she was hitting that final note. Like this, this is Jan all around. Yeah. Jan is just like, "Hi, I'm here." She does. She's she's extra. She's yeah. extra. Extra, extra. For me, it's it, it just as much her excelling in the Madonna challenge and embodying early Madonna so well, and she should have won. But just as much as that, it's the the face crack of the century that yes. followed it, which is the meme that's gone around the world. And I that those are my equal two favorite moments of her. Absolutely. Moving on to the next queen is Raja Davenport O'Hara. Yes. I I love this queen. I've, I got let's a soft just, spot look, for First Raja. of all, let's, let's have a look at her look. Talk to me about her look. So her look, similar kind of silhouette to Akira actually, and it's I think it's a similar silhouette to her original walking in look. Wasn't she wearing newspaper or something on her original walk-in look? But the same, it's a very like plastic tiara silhouette, isn't it? It's the corset with the train. That's all she wore. Mm. But anyway, this is Raja. Um, this is a gorgeous look. I love the kind of sportswear as glam kind of twist is it a bit kind of like fenty fenty puma that kind of like glam sportswear kind of thing uh because it's like a hoodie gown isn't it stop talking to me like an equal with you with fashion i don't i don't know if this is particularly a glow up because raja looked great in her runways as well she had some excellent runways she was always polished um she had some really cute looks Hmm. What do you think? Glow up or show up? I think she's. I think this is a show up. Yeah. But I'm glad she has shown up because Raja gives the best talking heads. Now, oh, the the so most good. memorable moment is every time her mouth was open. Absolutely. That's it. Like Raja was the narrator. She was the comedian. Mm-hmm. She was the personality of the season, and I loved it. Now, when I think of Raja, I think of the fastest lip sync to ever be won. Now that's my on most that memorable drag. moment yeah. as well. She won it in the first, what, three seconds? The James Brown one. Absolutely. Poor Mercedes was murdered, I'm afraid. You know, Raja had blood on her hands. Blood was on the dance floor. Blood was on the knife. It was over. It was, it was, it was, wow. Within seconds. The fastest lip sync victory ever. I also have to, um, there was that time where they were learning the choreography. She's like, oh, I know Latin, I know jazz, ballet, modern, contemporary. She's like, wow. And then she did the dance and then they're like, she, she couldn't dance. And, and then who was the choreographer that week? It was like, you shouldn't have told me you had all this background dance, girl, because like, yeah. she sucked. It wasn't Todrick that week, was it? No, it wasn't no. Todrick. It was the, um, I, I can't bring, I can see him in my head. Mm. I can't think of the name. Never mind, we remember the interaction. Yeah. That was hilarious though. But I, I remember equally for her confessionals and her lip syncs, but specifically the James Brown one. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Ginger Minj walks in. Tom, what is this look? I'm like... I actually really love it. I think it's no, don't don't look at me like that. I think it's silly. I think it's camp. I think it's drag. I think it's ridiculous. I think to, for her to have the audacity to walk in here in this kindergarten toad ensemble 
is fantastic. And I will say, it does actually remind me of a John Galliano runway look. Don't you insult it him does. like that. Don't I think you it was insult him like that. 2000 or something. Um, wow. John Galliano um, for Dior did a runway that was like, paper creations and there's like mm. this kindergarten segment in it and there was a big old toad in there well yeah and also wasn't it, it was oscar de la renta who oscar did jackets i think we're gonna need a jacket here um tom stop you, it you, you couldn't fit a jacket over this tom like come on like when you see the standard of all the girls that walk in uh, the audacity to walk in with this it's trash it's not it's something different come off it she's not going for f- she knows she's not like the epitome of glamour even though she can look gorgeous she's a camp silly well, she, queen she likes to be a glamour toad she looks like a toad i'm gonna say it i think this is a glow up and i think it's better than her other entrance looks sue me yeah yeah i will i should you'll hear get, from my lawyers get a solicitor you, and you sue will me, hear okay. from all of them um this is a show up it's a get the hell back out. Get out. All it's I can a- say is that some of us understand fashion, okay? Tom, like, I'm not even gonna... I'm not getting into this now. <laughs> this isn't over, though. This is not fashion. <laughs> this is not fashion. <laughs> Tom, you know. Oh, my gosh. I can't even. Anyway, when I, I think, think of the fabulous. moments of Ginger Midge, I think of eggs, eggs, eggs. All, All I, I want, want is eggs. eggs. I think she had a lot of really good. That's my number one one. But she had like a lot of really good comedic acting. It was that interesting season where it was full of fashion queens, but full of comedy challenges, wasn't it? There were very few balls and lots of acting and comedy challenges. So she was also fab in the Snatch Game. She was fab in whatever happened to Merle Ginsburg. Um you know, as uh, Michelle what, Visage, as Danny think, DeVito. When I think of... <laughs> I think of the moments... Another moment that I remember her um, quite fondly for was the... Hoss around! Yeah. She, Come and take a run in my merry go. That one. What was it? It was All Stars 2. It was, it was All Stars the, 2. It, she was Catherine the Great yeah, in the... Um, she was of the world. amazing. And like It's moments like that that I feel like she deserves her own show. That's the thing. And about, when you can see her shine like that in these moments, they allow us to see. Can you mm-hmm. imagine how amazing she can be if they just edit her right? So they just give her the damn chance. Poor, she, poor Ginger was not given a chance in All Stars 2. It was not meant for for her no it was there was it was all about the season five girls showcase slash drama really plus katia that's what the show was and poor ginger was lost in that shuffle really really badly and when you look back yes she actually did really well on the talent show she sang live i wasn't i am what i am she was beautiful anyway no that was a promo okay the i am what i am was a promo wasn't it she definitely did it for that. I think she did it for both. But anyway, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. You may be correcting me. Um, she was great as Catherine the Great, but wasn't she placed bottom that week? No. There's no way that was a bottom performance. Who, I don't remember. I know but... Katu was in the bottom, but who with? I don't know, Tom, but that was not a bottom performance. Didn't they say like, oh, your skirt was too big and you couldn't move? I don't know. Anyway, what a fantastically talented queen. Let's see what she brings this season. Next queen we have is Yara Sophie. Fia. So Jada is in this gold kind of like vaguely Mugler-ish uh, outfit, but she reminds me of like a Beast Wars Transformer. Um, I think I read on her on her Instagram that it's actually dedicated to her friend's dog who just died, which is super duper cute. But I was getting more lion because of the, the golden tones. Uh, she looks fantastic anyway. Um, my favorite and most memorable moments for Jada were just how talented she were was in all the season three balls that was a season dominated by fashion and construction challenges and she excelled at all of them hair ball money ball cake ball she was fantastic 
Okay, so was it glow up or show up? Again, she's another one who was amazing at fashion in her first season. But I'm going to say glow up because she looks so amazing. Okay, I, I think she showed up. <gasps> I think she showed up. I also want to say this. I think that everyone always remembers Sharon Needles as being the first dark um, alternative. Weak dra- Yeah, I think that Jada Sophia was actually the first. She's the first wicked bitch. Wicked bitch. Yeah. The first alternative queen. People need to go back to season three and... Look at Jada Sophia. She, she is that bitch. She was the first one with the white out contact lenses. Now, when I think of Jada Sophia, I, I remember the whole, it's Tool. The it's whole cool. wig went up yeah. on her season about the whole, how they're supposed to make a costume out of wigs. But yeah. but um, Raja used Tool. And I, I mentioned it before. I love her honesty. When they asked yeah. her, why do you want to win Drag Race? Yeah. She said, because I need the money. Drag is expensive. I'm broke. <laughs> I'm broke. That's what I love. I love that. I think she's so like naturally funny as well. And I remember when she was uh, lip syncing against Carmen and Carmen went and kissed all the judges and she said, he's lip sync for your life, not kissing for your life. I don't know why Russian then. It's kissing for your life. <laughs> kissing for your life. What did it Dracula territory then? <laughs> <laughs> um, next up we've got Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Talk to me about the look. What do you think? So this look is a lot. It's a lot of look. Um, it's this like asymmetric tool gown. Like it's a little bit Something maybe Diana Ross would wear in the Supremes is a little bit the big like asymmetric tool thing. The nearest thing I can think of is those Victor and Rolf runways with the big tool dresses. Um, I think Silky looks great here. I think she looks super duper extra, but she's a drag queen, and exactly. I think I think it's a glow up because she actually had quite a few ropey looks in her season. I agree, it's definitely a glow up. I love this look of her, and when I think about Silky Ganache, what are the memorable moments? We reference it a lot. The mm-hmm. whole if I was if I had to lose <laughs> for my life, I was motherfucking ready. <laughs> she's a very big personality, and I think if I'm thinking about memorable moments with her talent, it's probably Snatch Game. Because I think it was the most effective time that she channeled her personality into being really consistently funny and hitting a really good tone and Absolutely. succeeding. And that's the Silky that I loved watching. The Silky that I also loved was in the promo performance that they try to get rid of and hide. <laughs> but that promo performance, Silky was, I think, the only queen who came off likable. Yeah. And even though there was chaos going around, mm-hmm. she actually took control of the situation and was able to like take it back yes. and make it great. So that's what I hope to see see this time i don't remember why i didn't like silky i have my reasons but all of these queens i'm looking at them afresh again yeah so they're all starting new i want to love silky again and i will love her if she makes me love her and this is say for every other queen on here I, th- I think with silky it was um she could come off as a little bit um clueless of, of how she might be perceived at times, I think, which is sometimes endearing, but it wasn't always with Silky. Mm. The other memorable moment, of course, is the no scrubs lip sync. Oh, gosh. Where she was like, put me in the bottom. I want a lip sync. And then she lip synced and everyone was like, girl, you're talking I mean, all this. You've been talking every week how you want to lip sync and that's what you show up with. Eh. I hope that we get to see another side to Silky. Yeah, me yeah? too. Me too. Now, Pandora yeah. Box walking in. I'm so happy me too. she's back. I'm so happy she's back. She me deserves too. another chance. And I think this is a major glow up. Oh, fantastic. I don't think I've ever seen her look better. It's really, it's a beautiful color. It looks expensive. I always love a gown with a cape. 
Um, she just looks absolutely beautiful. Um, I, I, Pandora, like, I, I loved her on season two. Um, she was the first proper comedy queen. Um, yes. And, of, of course, her snatch game was memorable. Um, she And she was... Raspberries! Raspberries! As Cheryl Canning... Carol Canning? Carol Channing. And um, she was also known for that kind of like Susan Lucci edit. She was the one who was close but no cigar yeah. most episodes, to be honest. And then also the flip side is a brief but memorable appearance on All Stars 1 when she got paired with Mimi Am first and stumbled around like she had a head trauma for most of the episode. Well, now she gets another chance. And, and I think now we get another chance yeah. to experience Pandora because I think a lot of the fandom, what well, me, mm-hmm. I've been waiting for Pandora yeah. to come back because they did do her kind of wrong. Like pairing people up in a competition where you have to rely on someone else and your own talents don't mm-hmm. get to speak for yourself. That would pee me off. Yeah. That would really pee me off. She's the All-Stars 1 girl who I've always felt is most deserving of another chance because she's the one who got screwed over the most by the format. Yeah. That's no shade to Mimi I'm first. It's shade to the producers yeah. because their agenda was clear. It's not like Mimi. Mimi is a super talented queen, but it's clear that she wasn't there for the long haul in the producer's eyes. And that's well, what Pandora picked up In the up words on. of Jada Sophia, they needed someone to go home first. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes. Change so, yeah. your so costume, do we agree Mimi. that her memorable moment is the Snatch Game? Yeah. Raspberries. Absolutely. Now, Tom, next up we have Scarlet Envy. Yeah. Talk to me about this look. Um, she's giving me very kind of Mae West, my fair lady, but on an acid trip. It's like she went to a paintballing game and got spattered with with Lisa Frank kind of colours. Um, gorgeous. Really like this look. I like the blend of kind of like modern and classic. Um, I have a real soft spot for Scarlet Envy. I wish she'd gone further on her own season, so I'm really happy to see her back on All Stars. Yeah, um, do you know what? I I don't really remember her that well. I remember not wanting her to go when she left, but Mm -hmm. when she was up against Raja, I mean, we kind of knew. I I did want to see her go further. So I'm glad that she's back here and I want her to really remind me mm-hmm. why I was semi rooting for her. Now when it comes to well actually, is this a glow up or a show up? This is a glow up. This is a glow up. And it's definitely a glow up, she, isn't it? She had great looks, but this is a step above. Well, this is very this is the most draggiest I've seen her, the most mm-hmm. campy I've seen her. So yeah, definitely this is a glow up. Well, yeah, to be honest, I didn't like her entrance look last time. I think I remember saying that it was too like emo, like it was very amateur. It was. I felt it was an in, yeah. It was an interesting look. She wasn't. She, her makeup was more pared down. There's a slightly androgynous vibe. I don't think she anticipated what the studio lights would do to the whole look. But there we go. I don't have any memorable moments for Scarlett. Do you? Do. I've got plenty. Um, I loved her in the acting challenge, the Good Girl Get Out. She was fantastic in that, and that was when she first stepped. Into her own. Remember, she had that Julia Roberts moment. She was. I like, know what you mean, but even though that she was good there, that wasn't. It wasn't enough to make it memorable or great. It was okay. good. Um, I loved a lot of her runways. I loved that um, that bubble gun one with the the horoscope runway. I thought she was fantastic in the witch ball. Actually, and they slept on her in that one. Okay. I, oh my ball. gosh, I felt like I haven't seen that that moment because I don't really remember that much mm. about 
Scarlet. I, I guess she didn't really imprint on me. She didn't really make a statement for me. That th- last, maybe it lasted in the moment, mm. but it hasn't transcended beyond that. I think it's probably down to the edit she got. And also, she hasn't been doing much since. Has yeah. she? You, I don't. You've performed on the same stage as her. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I, she came up to me and talks. Did I tell you? Yes. You, oh, Tom, I remember. Well, I so remember too. I was, I was, da- I was, a, I was a backup dancer at London Pride, and I was in the back, um, going over the dance before mm-hmm. we went on. And Scarlett was there, and Scarlett came up to me. Oh, she said, I don't, I don't remember what she said, but she came up and she said some encouraging words. Good for her. As though I'm nervous. <laughs> As though I needed to be like, first of all, no, nerves don't exist. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm really excited. But it was really nice that she came up and said that. I was like, oh. That's lovely that's really of really cute. Oh, you know what? I'm rooting for her now. She's my friend. <laughs> She's my friend. Friend of the pod. I love you, Scarlett. Just Let's like see how far you Jiggly's go. Jiggly's my friend. Uh, okay. Serena Chacha is back. Woo! Can you believe that? This, she, this is a real wild card. This is a... Someone cancelled and um, <laughs> then they asked someone to come along and then they cancelled and then Serena was walking by and then they said, can you... Can you just jump in the season? Is she like the earliest out queen that we've ever had? If you don't count the likes of Shangela, because Shangela was technically first out in season two. But um, she comes in in this kind of like flamenco, matador, colourful, Ralph Lauren kind of ensemble. Um, she looks really good. So this definite, this is real glow up compared to what this we saw. This is an absolute seen. glow up. Her, she was her walking soft sculpture shenanigans was just trash. Oh. Let's be honest, it's trash. So this is absolutely a glow up. So the, the unfortunate thing is about Serena is we don't really remember anything about her talent because all we remember is her. Her persona and her I, edit, and it was just about kind of like the she was the the supercilious kind of upstart who was looking down her nose at the other girls, and she was going about soft sculpture and do you guys even read? And at this point, the ghetto lexicon is over. Ghetto, girl, I don't even know you like that. <laughs> it's like Coco's in the room. I just love i I loved the drama. Mm. That was caused by her cover girl don't cover boy. Oh, oh, I remember when I heard Jay say that to her. I was like, gasp. Yeah. Um. It's, how about that terrible lip sync that she did with the Raja and Delta combo, where oh, she wasn't even so like awful. mouthing it, and then she was adding coughs, and there was no cough. I, I, and then she was asking the likes of like Detox in Alaska. Was that was that good? That was good. Was yeah, that, I really felt that. I really one. felt that. I really felt like, that one. Yeah. Serena. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I remember. I hope she hasn't changed. Oh, one thing I want to say about Scarlet that makes it very obvious. I think Scarlet is one of the first queens who have come back to all stars and not changed their face. Scarlet I, Envy. Scarlet Envy. Like it's not. She dramatic. doesn't have the lips. Oh, okay. Sorry, she doesn't. She doesn't her. have the all stars lips. She doesn't have all of the like. Her face hasn't changed. Like, listen. For example, I'm gonna say Blair Sinclair. She came mm. back a caricature. Pheromone. Pheromone came back a caricature of them. A lot of these queens come back. Alaska. I can go on and on and on. When I saw Scarlett's talking head, I was like, "Girl, that is so refreshing." <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, they're many their face. They can do whatever they want. But but Scarlett, I think I. Th- she strikes me that as a drag queen, she likes to have a distinction between girl and boy. Yeah. That is quite distinct, which, you know, not, not all the girls want or need, but, but she does. Um, I'm just going to hold my breath here because this sexy lady 
just has walked, walked in. in. Yes. Oh my god, Kylie Sneak Love. I can't. No, she's given me like M. Bison from Street Fighter, but sexy. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> because actually there was like a version of Cammy who had an M. Bison outfit, but like it's also like a little bit of Venus prototype latex as well. But yeah, sexy M. Bison vibes is what I'm getting. She's giving me like sexy dominatrix. Yes. Um wow. It's I mean, since season two, this is the final boss of her evolution. Yes. And well, she has been on a huge journey, you know. She's been living her life as a woman for a decade now. So she's been through so much change. Like, already this is a glow up from here to toe. Yeah. Um, and the most memorable moment I remember is the two of hearts lip sync with her and um, Morgan McMichaels. Morgan McMichaels. Both equally enjoyable, but it, it should have been the first ever double Shantae. And why wasn't it? Yeah. No, you know? because it didn't exist back then. Wow, well, should I, I, I really hope that she can still do all of that. Well, I remember in the Christmas special, she, she was still able to sort of flip and do splits and stuff. So that's when we last saw um, Kylie. Kylie looks stunning. I can't get over how sexy and amazing and gorgeous she looks. She's just a beautiful woman, isn't she? Really is. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Finally, the lipstick assassin, no longer cooking Montrees, has walked in. Trinity ah. K. Bonet. Thank God. She's been wanting to come back for so long. Trinity K. Bonet. She's been wanting to come back for so long. Yeah. She's been doing so many things on Insta. I am so glad she here. she's here. Talk to me about this look because I want to tell her, um, I want to talk about what her most memorable things are. She's kind of like as if uh, Cam and San Diego became a Kardashian. That's what I'm getting. Um, I for Trinity because she actually had a super high standard of this is a show up this is a show yeah. up for Trinity but yeah. I mean she, you know it's it's you walking into the workroom like it needs to be practical and versatile you don't know if you're going to get dunked in water or walk up a mountain or whatever yeah. um, so I'm not, not judging her too harshly but that's partly because her runways in season 6 were flawless yeah exactly I absolutely agree and now let's talk about her memorable moments every time she's a lip sync all her lip syncs all the lip syncs master classes and how to lip sync yeah. every single one of them and then I remember the comedy challenge stop running my house you're running my damn <laughs> lights Bill that one the, those are the the main things I remember I'm so excited Trinity is here me too me too What? I just I need her to win something in lip sync preferably against Raja oh could you imagine yeah. oh my god absolutely the last queen to come in is Eureka O'Hara here she is again again I, I feel like <laughs> World of like Wonder love Eureka. They really do. And um, hmm. well, anyway, the look I love. It's very Eureka. It's very big. It's very drag. She's got this kind of floral gown. There's a bit of a kind of Regency Marie Antoinette hairstyle. These um, cage panniers that are very McQueen, very Jean-Paul Gaultier. Um, I think she looks stunning. She always looks polished, Eureka. This is, this is I mean... This isn't a significant step up in terms of her looks. So in that sense, but because she looks so good, I'll give but her a glow Yeah, up. She's, she's really good. She's, yeah. it's, it's a definite glow up. Um, most memorable moments, so many. I love her um, snatch game as yes. Honey Boo Boo. Very, very good. But then the go have your cigarette because it's, it's done. done. That fight with her and the Vixen, <laughs> that, that is iconic. That's it. I mean, yeah, it's her big personality, but also she is... 
when she turns it on, she's super duper funny and entertaining. These, this is the cast of All Star Season Six. It I know that maybe is. we've rambled just a little bit, so you watch a bit more and see what's going to happen for the episode. Yes. Now, this has got the Maxi Challenge, as we predicted. It's going mm-hmm. to be a variety show, basically variety. a challenge show, isn't it? It is. I mean, they use those terms interchangeably, but sometimes the word variety doesn't quite mean variety, does it? What do they mean by variety, Tom? Well, I'd have thought variety would mean that there's a variety of different kinds of acts, not uh, lots of lip syncs. But there we go. Yeah, so look, we're seeing it and we're going to give our, our um, appreciation of yeah. what we think about each of the queens. Tom, uh-huh. before we go on, I need to ask you this question. What are your thoughts on queens lip syncing to their own songs? I think it's fair enough, but it depends what they're showing off. If they're showing their vocals as a talent, probably not such a good thing. If they're dancing or doing something comedic to their own song, it's probably okay. I think... I think it does depend. And I think a lot of the queens did it, so I'm going to have to... It depends on what they do. So Mm -hmm. this is going to come up a lot, but... um, it really does depend on how they do it. I definitely think that I definitely it depends on the entire package. First queen, Jan. So Jan does a song. Jan she sings live, sick. which I'm really happy about. We all know she can sing. And I said it before about her range. She has an impressive range. Yeah. And um, I didn't mind it that much here. I, I like her voice. <laughs> Sometimes she does get into a... Um, I mean, just because you just because you can hit the note doesn't mean you should. Yeah, you've said before. I think that you appreciate Jan's talent, but not always like her tone. And yeah, stuff. yeah, the tonality well, just isn't as yeah. Like, but hey, good on you, girl. She wants to show sub- that she can. It's go. A very subjective experience whether you appreciate the tone of somebody's voice. Really, I mean, we now. get it. You're soprano, girl. We get it. You got uh, a high range. I want to say that the backing vocals was really overpowering. Was a bit. It made it sound a bit High School Musical. It was very overpowering. Like the backing vocals should never be louder than your than the lead singer's mic, and the yeah. backing vocals were louder than Jan's voice. So that yeah, that's a bit of a faux pas. Having said that, I really really appreciated her singing live, showing off her amazing vocals. But I do know what you mean about the production. I think she had like a little bit of echo or something in there. Nothing too heavy. It was not like it was majorly processed or, or anything. I overall, I loved it. I love Jan's. I've always I, I, these are things that I can just pick up. But overall, I love the song. I love that she sung live. I love that she can hit that note. Good on you. Not the most nicest home, but you can hit it, and it was good. It was G- enjoyable. It was quick. It was to the point. Done. Yeah. Given that she was showing such phenomenal talent, I do think they should put place her somewhere near the top. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think about Pandora? This made me chuckle. I thought this was good. It was very, very on brand for Pandora. It was very silly. It was very camp. It was very fun. Um, She was totally lip syncing to a song. There were no live vocals, but that wasn't the point. It was more about the fun, campy performance. And she was was just silly and fun. It made me chuckle. I was entertained. It was, yeah, it was everything that you just said. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was very her. It was very Pandora. Yeah. Again, uh, someone lip singing to their own song. How do I feel that she did in regards to that? I think she did a good job. However, and this goes for all of the queens, if it's your own song, I think that you can sing it. That's that's, and I think I feel that that's always going to be something that I'm going to say as a cop out. If it's your song and you've sung it and you own it and it's yours, 
like put in the effort don't wear a fake mic just sing the damn song i guess this had a lot of vocal processing and stuff in it i don't know if that's hard to sing live or something choose another song or just don't do it well it was it was it was a fun performance like the reveal like the silly string i do think pandora seems more confident as a stage performer than she was in season two which and i really appreciate seeing that growth yeah it was it made me chuckle too yeah so it was cute Jiggly Caliente. Jiggly Caliente, friend of the pod. Uh, friend of the pod, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think that she came in and did like a, she did another lip sync to her own song and a performance to, to me, it. Yeah, to me there was a strong dance element. I'd like yeah. to hear your yeah. thoughts on the dance. Well, it's a good thing that it wasn't a lip syncing idly. It was a performance yeah. to her song. Mm-hmm. And she did go hard in it. Yes. She did, she did show us the whole... Which I was hoping that we wouldn't lose the whole space, the whole because she, she came in the and caliente, she, yeah, the, the caliente. I I was afraid that you know, like what I've been seeing, she's like realized who she is and she's like mm. karma, and I was happy for that. But like the reason people remember Jiggly is because she's feisty, because she's spicy, yeah, and that's what and um, she brought that. Didn't and she, she brought that to this performance? Yes, yeah. You know what? The choreography could have been a bit more ha ha ha. Okay, if I yeah. <laughs> sorry sorry guys sorry everyone um but that's all i can say it's her song she did it she ripped it and she turned up the lyrics felt personal as well and her little cheerleader costume had the trans flag colors which was cute um overall like i i, I was entertained and it was nice to see this jiggly Yes, you know she's here. Yeah, Jiggly is yeah, here. Yeah. So yeah, I love it again. Another one that I don't think was about the vocals, even though she lip synced. This was very performance based. Mm-hmm. Even though it was her song, was there was more to it than I'm lip syncing to a song that's mine. It was a I am performing. I'm mm-hmm. I'm dancing, and that's a bit more than just lip syncing. Yeah. yeah? So Kylie came out and gave us a sort of burlesque cabaret sort of style song, didn't she? Um, I really appreciated her stage presence, her confidence. She was very compelling to look at. She looked beautiful in this kind of like Mackie-esque mini dress. Um, Absolutely stunning. And I really enjoyed watching her. The song itself I liked as well. And it struck a different tone to some of the other songs that we've heard. I will say the vocals were clearly not live even though she wore the little Madonna mic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What were your thoughts? Exactly that. Uh, very cabaret. Very confident. Yeah. Very, yeah. It was, I've been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. I could imagine her singing it live. Yeah. I could feel that this was her song mm-hmm. and I knew this was her story and I just saw a sexy woman. She, absolutely every inch. That's so yeah. I mean it was a confident performance and it's a good introduction for everyone who hasn't watched the the glory years mm-hmm. um to see that this is who she is. It's a bit different in that, you know, we're used to seeing Kylie kicking and flipping and and, and split in so it was nice to see this more kind of it's, laid nice, back to, performance it's style. nice to see her not hide behind tricks yeah to um yeah because that's what you do i mean it's, they're amazing but that's all she would she, we would see her do but now she's saying look yeah i can do all that but i can also do this and mm-hmm. i'm also confident and i can you know I, i'm gonna embrace every everything about me mm-hmm. and how i perform on stage and i'm gonna own this i liked it do you think these vocals could have been live Absolutely, they should have been live because okay. there wasn't much technique. 
Yeah. And that it was very like talk singing. So, musical theater country, wasn't it? It was very, it could have been sung live. But I am in love with Raja. I always have been. I think everyone loved her. She was the talking head goddess. She's back. This performance, I think, is probably already one of my favorites. It was. Yeah. One minute to make a dress on mm-hmm. stage, and it kind of reminded me of the way that she was um, interacting. Was very mm-hmm. much the one-liners. Was it was uh, what would she say? Amazing. How am I doing on time? Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Like little things yeah. like that. That was just really yeah. really. Thank you. Thirty seconds. Thank you. Thank you. Thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. It was very like Alaska's yeah. Alaska's comedy with um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, uh, Alyssa. Alyssa. Yeah. Bam. You know, it was very there. It was it was the Ouch. It was the one liner that just really got you. And it's not just the words, it's the performance and it's her charisma. So this is what I loved about this. It was a really nice reintroduction to Raja because we're seeing her charm and charisma in bucket loads. Same in the talking heads this episode so far, actually. And it's really, really nice because she she did get like a bitchy pseudo villain edit on her season so it's really nice to appreciate her for her lovely qualities and this exemplified it and this is really cute this was different you know i'm a sucker for things that are different in a variety show so this is like our first non-singing non-dancing performance I like and she could have easily she could have she can sing we know she can sing and oh my god she can dance we know she can dance she's had years of training she's got and years dance. of modern yeah. ballet contemporary Twilight, all of her um yeah she's got she's done the whole thing Twilight. Um, but, uh, yeah, just overall, this was like super duper cute. And she came out with like this, you know, 80s scoop neck lame tube dress. And it was great. I was entertained. This this is one of my faves. So one far. of my faves. Absolutely. Yeah. Akira's performance of a performance, a dance, energetic performance of her own mm-hmm. song. First, I love the song. Yes. Um, if that came on in the club, you won't find me. I'll be I'll be marching my Duck way, walking your way to the center, <laughs> yeah. pushing people out of my way, <laughs> spilling drinks, pulling his, doing what I have to do, and I'll be like twerking. I'll be doing my damn. The yeah. song is energetic. She was energetic. She was all over the stage, feeling the rhythms, feeling the music. It was it was a firecracker. I, I liked it. I liked the carrier's performance. Yeah. It felt okay that she was lip syncing to this because it was more about the dancing, the twerking, the reveals. So there's that other component. So this is fun and energetic. And, and, you know, again, if I saw this in the club, if I heard this in the club, I'd be like, yeah. In the club. We all fam. If I heard this in the club. We'd all be, be Yeah. I liked it. It was good. Yeah. This is great. So we've just seen Trinity's uh, comedy performance now she's clearly she was riffing off her successful comedy performance in season six where she did much better than everybody expected i think the problem with this was i think in season six that was like a lightning in a bottle moment that can't be recaptured i think it was just very of the moment and it was fabulous this felt like a super duper rehearsed monologue rather than a stand-up set because there wasn't room for anything to breathe and it was so over-rehearsed that she kept tripping over things and I felt her anxiety and I really felt for her this this was actually quite uncomfortable to watch at times even the bits that should have been punchlines like you know you're running up my light bill she didn't punch them she didn't give it room to breathe and this this saddened me so much it was 
it was a very disappointing yeah. performance, especially for a lot of the people who were rooting for Trinity to come back. Yeah. She's known for being the lip sync assassin. She's up there with Coco. She is. She is. She can kill. And, and, and a, like, All Stars is a, a place where you only lip sync if you do well. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to see you do what we love you for if you're not going to perform well. So why didn't you put your best foot forward? Yeah. You do you know what I mean? She did a Coco Montrese where Coco Montrese came in All Stars and yeah. revived that Rugukas from the herd. She, she revived, she revived it and she tried to make it funny with Fifi, and it just it was overkill. It was it was it was like it wasn't funny anymore. It was yeah. of the time. There are strong parallels there because Coco um, was another unexpectedly amazing yeah. performance in the standard. Like things like this just happened to be a fluke, and it was of the moment. Let it breathe there. Let it live there. Yeah, you do not need to bring it back. I wanted to see her lip sync. Her da- she's an amazing dancer. She could have easily done yeah. what a lot of the other queens here have already done. So the problem maybe was- similar to Coco though, because Coco wanted to do Janet for her talent performance. Maybe Trinity similarly had like a celebrity lip sync impersonation plan, but wasn't allowed to do it. But also like the styling of what she was wearing, like that wig, the 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 um, yeah. bang looked like it was so low that she was actually it was like someone was tr- she was trying to look through the wig so, by pushing her head back. It was just yeah, it was a very awkward performance to experience such and a to watch. Gorgeous and polished queen, the the the. the the wig was a very strange choice. I mean, I know that 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 can be a stylistic choice to have a real like peekaboo fringe, but even the styling of the there were like bumps in the like she she's so much better than what she presented today. Unfortunately, she stuttered from the get go, and then from there, I think it really affected her. I yeah. really affect like she went on there thinking, okay, I got this, and then when she froze immediately. Immediately before the comedy even began, it was okay. It started to play on her more and more, and I think yeah. that the inner part of her that was doubting whether she should do it or not started to come out more. We even we even saw before the actual performances, she was already getting back into the old Trinity K Bonet yeah. victim habits. Now we did that was interesting, wasn't it? And you actually pointed out really insightfully, I thought. Um, where Trinity, prior to going into this, was already focusing on the fact that she doesn't have close friends or alliances here and how that's a hindrance because, you know, it's really important in all stars because people vote for each other and things like that and relationships come into play. So she's, she's the, sadly, she's being the Trinity she was at the beginning of her story arc on season six, not the powerful, renewed Trinity we saw at the end of the yeah. story arc. Very Nina Benina syndrome. Very Nina Benina. And do you know what the saddest part of this was? The funniest part of this whole monologue was Raj O'Hara's uh, confessional in the middle of it. <laughs> she stole She stole, she stole her performance. <laughs> she stole <laughs> Trinity's moment. She stole her thunder. Something. Yeah, I'm sorry, Trinity. Oh, yeah. So Eureka comes on stage mm-hmm. and she's doing a lip sync to, I think, her song. First of all, I want to give her props because she suffers from PTSD from singing in front of her dad's friends. We all about and yes. um, she yes. has clearly overcome that. Um, I want to say this, okay? <laughs> Ballads uh, are in, is an emotional piece mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I don't feel ballads should ever be lip synced. 
I don't feel in any mm-hmm. world, whether it be all stars, whether it be a celebrity, you do not, you do not lip sync a ballad. Just don't. Yeah. You, you you either sing it or you don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm in agreement with you. I've, I've got a lot of thoughts about this performance, really. I think there's some elements, like, it's very sweet that it was a tribute to her mum, who sadly passed away. We know that. And, and that's the, I, I like the heart of that. I think the projector bits onto her dress were a nice, clever touch. Is that a talent? Not 100% sure, but it was a nice, and it contributed to the atmosphere. She was just standing there, and I would have expected to to sing this live. Yes. Yeah. Again, ballads. Um, I feel ballads are never meant to be lip synced. Mm-hmm. Then ballads are to be sung. Yeah. Because they, especially a song this that's full of emotion, and if you are just standing there, you do want to. You, why wouldn't you want to sing? This it was such a beautiful song, and if Very it's a, and if it's a yeah. tribute to your mom, wouldn't you want to, to perform it mm. real? Yeah, um, this is a complete failure for me because wow. you should never total, uh, because you're just you're just standing there. You could have sung the song. It's your song. There was no yeah. reason. You're not dipping, popping, twerking, anything else. You're not controlling the projector that's um, putting that stuff onto that lovely dress. Yeah. This is not a talent. Do you know what? This I'm, is not a talent. I'm, if we, if I like, put like the sentiment aside and look at the technical aspects of what happened, I'm fully in agreement with you. Um, I guess one thing that, you know, just I'm trying to view it through the eyes of the show at the same time. The, the way it was put together and edited tells me that they they were they were liking it. For example, I would have preferred her to sing the song and not sing it technically well. Yeah, but with but heart. to hear the sorrow and the love and how we you know stand up together, I would have rather that that would have actually touched me more. Have you if you haven't seen have you seen Kelly Clarkson's? Um, she sung piece by piece on the American finale, mm. American Idol finale. Mm. Have you seen that? No. If you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. It's um, so she sings piece by piece, and it's a song about her father abandoning her mm-hmm. and how she found a man who actually helped her trust men again mm. and now she's got a child and she wouldn't and she knows that her husband would never abandon their daughter the way that her father abandoned her okay she breaks she breaks in that song she um she she um she a lot of the notes she doesn't really hit it or she um she's a teeny bit off like technically she's not perfect but those raw emotions yeah. made it one of the like I cried like a baby, and <laughs> I you watch it piece by piece. Kelly Clarkson live, you will cry. I cry. No, I don't. Yes, feel Tom, so we'll watch it after, and then I record you put on the Insta. I cry, and then there's moments where her voice cracks, and she actually has to take a breath, and then come back into the song. I love when her voice and then cracks she, and then it cracked again, wonderful. and then she had to come back in. That that makes it more real. That yeah. makes the song. Because that's it's a ballad. Ballads are emotion. And we would have preferred that. For I would have preferred that. For, I would have preferred that than a lip sync standing still. So yeah, I mean, I no. Okay. Yeah. And next on to Scala Envy, and this was super enjoyable. It was like a bubble burlesque show 
you know, there's a bit of striptease. A bubble burlesque performance. Performance, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, without any buffoonery, no. Um, it was it was quite it was quite fun and entertaining and lovely. I really enjoyed this. Um, there was something like weirdly, it was it was like comedy burlesque, and that always goes down really really well in these all stars variety pageants. Think of kind of Bendler Cram. Think of Roxy Andrews. They love a bit of burlesque in this. I th- I can tell it went down well with the judges and I personally really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it and I was really shocked at how much I enjoyed it because I'm like, it's just Bubbles Bowler. Why are you? <laughs> I was like, like, you know, the gays are so easy to impress. Like, oh, Bubbles. Oh, another Bubbles. And <laughs> but it was really cute. Do you know what? Do you know what? This is the tone that Karen from Finance should have hit in her talent performance. They're, oh, they're true. Because it's that combination of like a child's party talent kind of thing let's entertain the children with bubbles kind of thing but give it a silly drag fun sexy twist and like make it burlesque Mm. and like combining that like something that's wholesome with something that's sexy and making it a bit silly is really entertaining yeah yeah i think yeah this is i mean scarlet is already growing on me this performance was exquisite really really good it was really very simple it was very simple but Mm. Yeah, I loved it. Simple but effective. Now, Silky comes out playing the piano. Mm-hmm. I wow, props, props. <laughs> uh, yeah. She she got context. Uh, so she's playing the piano. She's singing this song, a mm-hmm. church song. She's basically taking out of church. Yeah. And it was really. I love the fact that she's playing the piano. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that she's singing. Yeah. I love the fact that she's performing yep. live. She really, really is. This is her real voice, and I really, really appreciate that. I appreciated that too. Yeah. Um, technically, she was flat. Um, there was a flat a few times. Go on, get your jabs it was, in now. Um, there, she was a bit nervous. She did find her stride through it, but we cannot take away the fact that the girl sang live. Yes. I mean, and everyone else While didn't. Playing While playing an instrument. playing the piano. So there's that. I, I loved it. I, I think it was great. Yes. If we're talking talent and we're talking variety, this is fab. I really enjoyed this. Yes, she was a little bit flat. Even I could tell that. I think she hit a stride towards the end when she started soaring a bit with her vocal and I think uh, she she sounded fuller in her voice. Um, and uh, yeah, overall, I just like really, really admire what Silky did today. I think this is fantastic. It was good. It was, yeah. it was good. It was, it was good. You guys look good. <laughs> I do want to say this. I don't believe that she can play the piano. I do believe that she learned she how play to play this, this exact song. So what this but re- I don't think that she knows how to play the piano, which means that that girl worked hard. What this reminds me of is when Madonna sings while playing the guitar live, because I can tell that she's concentrating super duper hard on hitting her chords. And like she's she's concentrating and she's not super duper like in the song and feeling the song because she's trying to do two things at once that she's not mm. used to doing. So that a little bit with, with, with Silky as well, but still props to your mama. Now, Serena Chacha is doing a dance performance. So her song, I'm guessing about wigs. Mm-hmm. Now we know that she is a successful uh, wig business lady. Yeah. But, she- but also it's also been a bit tainted by the whole drama with a curious wig, hasn't it? Yeah. It's but- kind of like taking the shine off the wig business a little bit, but it's quite entertaining. She performed it well. She's very energetic. She did a good job. I don't think she did it bad. I, you know what I find? I find it hard 
to try to enjoy her mm. knowing how i remember her mm. from her season like it's i don't know it's still there it's i still remember very vividly serena chacha the little brat and i need to actually let go of that and to try look at this with uh, a new lens so what i was doing is i was putting a curious face <laughs> on her performance <laughs> here to see how i felt about it and if akira did this performance i would have been like okay that's cool some of the moves did look a little awkward yeah. I would say some of the movements looked really awkward um, but when she broke out into like the salsa and the cha-cha that kind of brought that me back to, to her uh, I felt like yeah. she was like trying to create like a little dance routine for the gays at the club that they'll be doing for years to come uh, the outfits kind of didn't lend themselves to the dance moves because they were quite big and frou-frou and the- didn't really you know, I couldn't see what her arms were doing a lot of the time. The, the the bad thing that she did is that she was singing about wigs and what she would do to wigs, but she wasn't showing us with the wigs. It would have been far more And I, I, yeah. I felt like if she included the wigs in the performance, because she's like, teaser, whip it, da-da-da-da, like... Do something with the wigs behind you. You could have done that. And then the whole layout, how she was just in front of the wigs mm-hmm. performance and the wigs weren't spaced out. Because if the wigs were spaced out and she was dancing with them, then she would have utilized the stage a bit yeah. more and had a bit more stage presence. It would have been fun if like, she'd done some sort of like quick but amazing wig styling stuff, like what Raja did with her dress, but with a wig. That would have been great. To this song. I think she limited herself with the the staging of everything and i think that um having the wigs there did not did nothing did not add to the performance it made me wonder are you going to actually do something with the wigs mm-hmm. if you're rapping about it or you're just going to dance in front of it i just she she could have integrated that into a performance i think this was cute it it has not really been my favorite so far now i love me some ginger minge mm-hmm. i'm just gonna go off the bat and say i was underwhelmed with her variety performance i know she can sing live yeah. i've watched the youtube clips of her singing live we've seen her sing eggs 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 live yeah and that i am what i am which was a lovely semi ballad so which was so good i know she can sing live she knows she can sing live but she sings this um she lip syncs to an uh up-tempo song that I just feel like she was trying to be like yummy 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 but she wasn't enough of that to to say that it was a good performance I agree and at one point I was thinking like can I give Ginger the benefit of the doubt here and to sort of is it possible that she's singing live over a backing track but I don't think she was I think this was lip-synced it was a lip-sync yeah um, so it's a little, given the talent we know she has, it was a little disappointing. I appreciate her for trying something different because she did a ballad during the, her last variety show performance. So I appreciate, yeah, that she did that. But I agree with you, it's a little underwhelmed. Yeah. And what can I say other than we've just seen like a classic Jada Sophia performance? It was silly. It was weird. It was sexy. For those of you who do know, who do not know who she is or what brand of um, queen she is, uh-huh. this is who Yara is. This is a really <laughs> this good is Yara. reintroduction to Yara. Um, it, this, was, this was fun and silly. I was entertained. I laughed. The, the 
the boobies were quite hilarious because they were kind of elasticated and they kind of swung around in this entertaining fashion. Um, I, they reminded me of, do you remember when Alexis Mateo, her sister, did the um, stand-up performance and she had those giant fake boobies? Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this this was fun. Everybody had a good time. It was silly. It was campy. It was stupid. And yeah. it was very yada. Yeah. And the whole, oh, I almost broke my back. It's very much like, oh, I almost burnt my asshole. Do you remember her saying I, yeah. that during the It was very, it was I also very thought there. it was maybe a little callback to her own stand-up comedy routine. You know, when she played Little Person. Oh, yes. And the yeah. guy, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was broke my back. I liked it. It was funny. It was yeah. stupid. And yeah. <laughs> it, it was all over Jada Sophia, classic. Now, these are the talents of our All-Stars 6 queens. Yeah. I want to tell you my top three, my bottom three, then you'll do the same, okay? Uh-huh. The top three for me is Raja, uh-huh. Scarlett, uh-huh. and Jan. I've got the same. I would, uh, like, Scarlett and Raja are my clear tops. Jan slash Silky, I just actually really enjoyed what she brought and tried to do. Okay. Yeah. I'd alternate yeah. between, although Jan, I, mean, I, I disagree with it a lot, but okay. That's fine. But like Jan brought the more classically talented performance. I just admire what Silky did and it was something really different for her. Okay, cool. The, my bottoms. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad. I don't want to say this, but I have to. Trinity, K. Bonet, Eureka and Serena for me. So I'm, For the reasons that I've already said during yeah. my analysis. Do you know what? Snap. The only one is Serena, I could alternate with ginger on underwhelm alone yeah. it's, it's like one mind you, it's yeah. like one mind bolo well talent speaks um any language Tom, <laughs> to psychiatrists performers mothers fathers cats pets. yeah <laughs> everyone it's everyone understands mind. what's good and what's bad yeah yeah that's it that's better for me if someone had to go home today it has to be trinity k bonet and, based on that performance uh, it breaks it my breaks heart. my heart but you know what girl you no, you know better. You know better than to do... No, no, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't and I won't. Should we see what the judges think? Mm-hmm. So this was weird judging for me. Mm-hmm. The top three this week was Raja, deservedly. We agreed. It was uh, Yara Sophia and Pandora Box. I, I would have put them like higher safe. Yeah. yeah. I was entertained. The bottom three was Silky Nutmeg, Serena Charger and Trinity. Now, I don't think... We, I think we both don't think that Silky, who sung live and played live, should have been there. Yeah. It was weird judging in that sense. But um, the winner was Yara. And we love Yara. We can't quibble with that. No. Like, Yara's impossible to not like. Yeah. She is an original kook that she we really, love. Really is. She really is. She's real. She's kooky. And that performance was super duper fun. She just seemed to give the judges what they wanted. Fantastic. Now, Silky is safe. The bottom two that the Queens have to choose to eliminate is between Trinity K. Bonet and Serena. Tom, who yeah. would you choose? Personally, and maybe this is an unfair way of judging it, but I, I would say that Trinity has more to give the competition from what I've seen of her. So I would save Trinity. Yeah. Um, Trinity was the worst, period. There was no one worse than Trinity, uh, but I would have saved her. <laughs> I would have saved yeah. her because I want to see more of her. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone else would love to see more over there. So they're doing the whole lip sync assassin thing again, which means that Yara had to lip sync against Coco Montrese. Yes, legendary lip sync assassin. Why is that? Why? What's up with that, that highlighter girl? She's why is it still there? Coco paints the Las Vegas stage, not for TV. That's what she's used to doing. She's She's been performing in Las Vegas for years since. She's been on this stage twice already. She, she should know. She has, but maybe she came straight from work. I do want to say that it, it was... It was, it was what the Point Sisters said about her. The highlighter is hot and loud. I've seen him long time. The song was to... Um, don't believe me, just watch Uptown it. Funk, Uptown Funk. Funk. I do want to say this wasn't a classic Coco Montrese um, killer instinct kind of murder assassin. No, I don't think the song was right up her street. And also, I think Coco's fueled by literally lip syncing for a life. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, right there, she was just doing it because she was axed. I didn't see the color instinct in coco and I, I didn't get the lip sync that i wanted from her she was still- even though she won i would have it, it could have gone either way for yeah. me it could have gone either way for me but uh, it was still great we just got such high expectations from coco yeah but even as a normal performance i, I wouldn't rate it either really yeah I, I don't know i think expectations are coming into play I no think, tom no i no. think if you compare it to your average lip sync then that was pretty good yeah meh so she won, which means that the the uh, the money goes to next week, and the queens that the, the queen that the queen chose to go home was Serena. So I guess everyone else is thinking what we're thinking as well, oh, aren't they? Also, Serena probably has the least relationships. Even Trinity said, "There it into, is, into yeah." It, kind of like I ain't got no relationships with these girls. The Serena was the only one from season five. Ironically, sent home by her season five sister. I'm not joking, bitch. I'm not joking. Uh, little boy. Little boy. I may have had a lot of surgery, look very young, but I'm old and I'm wise. So that's the first queen to go home, Serena Chacha. I am not surprised. <laughs> but Yeah, hmm. it, it, it did feel like she was the Mimi I'm first of this season. And that's not to say that she's not talented and that she's not got an amazing career. Well, I, there's that bit at the end where there's a game within a game, game, within a game so we within don't know what's going to happen. So she's not really gone, is she? I can't wait to see how that unravels. Anyway, we got another episode to do, Tom, but we're going to let this episode breathe. Ooh. Everyone can have a listen to this. Yeah. You'll be hearing from us very shortly, either tomorrow, either a one-day break or a couple of days. We'll see how we feel. We'll see. We'll um, see. But we, we do want you guys to experience and enjoy each podcast because we know you look forward to it. <laughs> okay? So as you know, guys, please, if you want, write us a review on Podchaser dot com or on whatever platform you're listening to we'll give you a shout out on here follow tom um sorry follow us on the instagram <laughs> uh splitting the gnt po- uh, podcast on twitter and insta and just join us again next time this is bolo and dr tom we'll see you guys very soon lots of love guys see you soon